Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another horrific review. Um, yeah, a bit of a different time, but it's hot as hell. Can't sleep. It's uh, in the UK here. It's really bad. It's super muggy, and there's no air or anything. So, thought I might as well make the best use of time and talk about the movie. <laughs> so, if you remember my last unboxing, um, I got the book by Joe Hill Horns. It's been a while. I think I saw the movie when it first came out back in 2013. I'll not lie, I can't remember much about it at the time. Uh, I might have had a few beers beforehand and just stuck it on and didn't really take it in. Uh, it's been that long, but uh, just watched it there again, just to compare between the book and the movie and sort of get my thoughts about it. Um, all in all, the, the movie's a good adaptation. Uh, of course, as with every book, there's always devi deviation from the original, but I think they tried to make the book and the movie would be like five hours long. Uh, Joe Hill goes into like a lot of detail and back and forward. So, premise of the story is we're in a small town. Eggs being character, he's uh, busy being accused. The book, uh, both the movie and the book, pick up slightly different places, but essentially, Eggs being accused of murdering his girlfriend, Marin. Um, the whole town's rocked by it. Uh, it seems to be quite a religious place, you know close-knit, everybody knows each other, we've all grown up together. Egg and uh, Marin have been busy dating since they were kids, you know, like early teenage, you know, even before that, like 11, 12, I don't know, I mean, they've been dating all their lives, they're getting into adulthood, and then they have a fight and break up, and that's where everything kind of goes to shit, <laughs> you know, to put it bluntly. Marin's found dead in the woods, and Obviously, he's a prime suspect because he went and got drunk. He was the last person seen with her, so to speak, you know, that had an argument. And that's where this all uh, kicks off. But the thing that, you know, the whole tone of the story is basically he grows a set of horns. What that then does is gives him ability that people essentially disclose their truths to him, just their deepest, darkest secrets, and gives him a power people see the horns and then forget about them the minute they turn away you know it's and they forget their encounter with him so since he has powers so what he then does goes on the quest to basically find out what happened uh the marin difference between the books and the movie right so where the movie picks up it's a bit strange is he's still on trial and you know he hasn't been uh tried yet in the book it picks up after this has all happened so he's already been tried found innocent uh, inclusive evidence and he's trying to basically pick up his life and live and he's like a broken man so to speak um that's where it's kind of you know strange he's checked up with glenna one of their old friends and that's kind of how things come to the surface because when he wakes up one morning lying drunk you know the horns and sheets starts disclosing all her uh, deepest, darkest secrets to him. You know, it changed her character a bit for the movie, a bit more sympathetic, you know. But that's uh, movies for you. Didn't didn't hate it, you know. Had sympathy for her character in both iterations. And uh, trying to think what else. Sorry, I'm just doing this off the cuff. It's flipping so hot in here. You, you, See that you know, I mean, I've wiped my brow so many times, it's hard to think sometimes. 
uh what else the back and forward of their childhood friends very truncated the movie obviously the book goes into a lot more details but the thing that kind of disappoints me is lee's backstory is told more in the book and the sort of person he is and it explains a lot of things so that's where the movie kind of fell short but i can also understand because while they did do flashback scenes they kind of really had to like cut it down for the second movie or else you you wouldn't go anywhere because of the as you know the books the author can take their time go really into detail and you know that you get a more in-depth story what's interesting is the uh as he encounters people finds out their secrets their inner demons that they're fighting and so forth and gets revelations and he's not accepting of the power first of all you know and then he you know that story progresses he embraces it and it works to his advantage the book sorry the movie did a few things better than the book i think um kept their relationship kind of pure which the book kind of muddied a bit now at the end the reveals the same so i was fine joe hill and stephen king have this thing uh, i don't know whether it's a pathological hatred for where they live or they just think that because everything's set in the town you know they both seem to have went the same direction of using their hometown area of maine which it's kind of that's why i don't pick up normally i don't pick up authors sons like i don't read christopher tolkien stuff i don't read uh who's frank herbert's son I, I tend not to because there's a there's always that temptation to judge them on the base merits of their father or their famous brother or sister wife husband you know what i mean it's i'm always kind of worried of that and i'm seeing a bit of a pattern here now it could be that it's not in the main of only i haven't really encountered much joe hill stuff to be honest but i really like the black phone interpretation i want to get the book maybe pick one or two but it just i find it very strange the way that like almost hate the people they've grown up with you know just everybody blanket uh you know and i know as a horror writer they're trying to bring out the like the dark side of humanity but at the same time what the movie did better was show the sense of community at a like completely shocked as in this stuff doesn't happen the book kind of goes more into the murkiness of people and everyone's dark side and you know that's okay but you can overdo it where you may come across yourself as a bit bitter mean-spirited and if you do that too much you know it becomes your own pathological mentality as opposed to what you're trying to show out so that's that's what kind of taking that you know i hope all his books aren't like that and he just doesn't follow us because if you just follow his following his father's pattern then it's going to be disappointing because he's he's a decent he's a good writer you know what i mean he writes a really good story and he has his own flavor as opposed to stephen king which is good and he should maybe have the confidence to you know trade more of it but then like i said i'm not very experienced with him as a writer so what i've experienced so far i've enjoyed but i'm just saying that trap he could be falling into so see correct me if you think i'm wrong or if you've read more joe hill stuff than i have 
let me know what your take is. It's not an attack, just an observation, you know, so don't get too upset. <laughs> um, where else did they go? The, the weird thing about the friendships, um, the thing with uh, Lee and his brother didn't show his brother to be, you know, his brother's definitely more egotistical in the book that made him more sympathetic in the movie. Uh, Meatbag, um, definitely more sympathetic in the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I said, that's that's the thing. Uh, he's actually a likable character. And the movie does a better job of, like, the community in shock, that you feel sympathy for the community and what happened. And then the fact is... We're, we're not too sure at the very beginning. You know what I mean? We're kind of thrown into this world. The book does a better job, obviously, of cushions you into it and kind of know what's going on. In the movie, if you're not familiar with the book, you're kind of a bit like, whoa, you know, you just jump straight in. I thought there was a rule, like, press hounding somebody while the trial's still going on. I thought there was rules in America as well about, you know, uh, interfering with witnesses and stuff. Um, so that was a bit hard to digest. If I had to start at the same point after the trial and all was done, it would have made more sense because it didn't really add or take out anything away from the story. You know, because it was still there. You know, still there. They all thought he was guilty. I didn't see the benefit of where they started the story, so that kind of took me away from it a bit. But there you go. That's that. The ending is two encounters with Lee was interesting uh it's more drawn out in the book and he comes a cropper you know the first time the second part of the book i thought was more convoluted i thought the movie did a better job of uh, tying the plot up and the encounter and including his brother and that um definitely did a much better job um they completely changed Lee's character. In the book, he's a senator's um, sort of aide. Uh, does a social media, like, press officer or something. And he has his own security. And that, and I think they're much more... I think they're older in the book. Slightly older anyway. They seem to be quite young in this. Um, one almost just out of teens. So that kind of makes it a bit... Uh, I think in the book, a lot more time's passed. I suppose this is basically happening straight away. Because, yeah, they're talking about the, the vigils they have, you know, it's like every year. So it's been going on for a while in the books, which kind of makes more sense. I suppose in the movie, they want to use younger actors. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this was Daniel Radcliffe's first, like, movie after the Harry Potter stuff. Um, possibly I know he's doing plays and all, but I think this is his first movie. So it was strange with him, same with the American accent and stuff, but all in all, good performance, you know. I think he's the only actor out of like the whole Harry Potter things that was, you know, I mean, one of the new child actors actually done anything decent since. And he's done some strange movies. Like, I don't think he's he's the only one that hasn't disappeared up his own backside and he just, you know, drama stuff and does weird, quirky movies, which cool. You do, you mate, you know, what I mean, I don't think he tries to be like super box office hit. He just does what he enjoys. So that's nice. But I think that's, uh, why they're all younger in us, you know, just because uh, of the casting. Um, I don't like the way in the book he treats the snakes, you know, 
and that's it was a lot more a lot more sympathetic the snakes were them were just disposable no like i said they're showing the time to be rotten and that just seemed to be the trait i hope it isn't like i said i hope it did not start i'm starting to repeat myself but hopefully um it's just one off with the book the cgi snakes never look good they haven't got it right yet um they look awful they've always looked awful any any movie with snakes or cgi i haven't seen one yet that looks good just one of those things that just looks horrible and fake um it's good that they mix up real snakes with it as well but it just seemed a bit strange that they're all like pythons and you know non-native species but i suppose that's what you can get um that's really yeah i don't want to labor too long on this one i mean and also it's near two o'clock in the morning here so i don't want to be <laughs> going on too loudly but just thought i'd share it with you the movie's definitely worth seeing it's an enjoyable movie um it doesn't take away from the book like i said there's just probably strange bit at the start but i actually think it does a better job at the end than the book because it wraps things up a bit better uh the book draws at the ending a lot more so i've actually enjoyed the movie better than the book which how often do you hear people say that but the book's good as well so i wouldn't say not pick up the book you know what they've done here is they've managed to make both its own experience which is cool and it's not very often you see that like normally um when they do a book ad- adaptation it's they're usually horrendous or they leave so much out but so far i'll tell you one thing actually um my just my thoughts so far i've seen two book adaptations of joe hill and they've been far superior than a lot of the stuff that Stephen King has adaptations like a lot of them movies don't stand up well and they look hideous you know when you look back at them but um yeah so far two out of two 100 amazing adaptations the books seem to translate more to film though it's just um by accident or design i'm definitely is the rabbit hole i'm gonna start going down now um i'm excited but yeah, all in all, great movie, great book. The differences don't take away from each other. And each manages to give its own adaptation. Oh, yeah, the other major difference, um, the treehouse. The treehouse in the book was like, it appeared once and vanished. It was like a uh, otherworldly spiritual thing. You know, the treehouse appeared once, they went up and then they never went back to it and this make it grounded and it's in reality and it's a focal point but once again it doesn't take away you don't lose anything it just makes sense from scenery props um and storytelling you know don't forget as well you've limited time with the movie a book you can go on forever so that side of things and in the book it didn't really make sense it's kind of in there like a metaphysical thing but it didn't um to me it actually took a wee bit away from the story the way joe hill describes the the treehouse just a just a small thing um ah, there you go right i'll leave it up there and not bore you any longer so there you go there's my take i enjoyed myself both good check them both out and until next time keep it creepy keep it horrific